This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 362 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, and I, I am revved up today. And I'm revved up for a reason. Many of you have been driving down 41 and seeing this gorgeous building going up and going, what is this all about? And well, we're going to share what that is all about. We have Helder Rosen. Now, he's the general manager of Ferrari of Naples. Helder, how are you doing? Good morning. Doing well. Thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, absolutely. I've been one of those driving down 41 and seeing this this building that's as gorgeous as what's inside. You know, those cars appear along 41 there. And uh, welcome to the community and thrilled to have you guys. And uh, looking forward to hearing about Ferrari of Naples. So take it away. Excellent. Excellent. Um, well, the um, Ferrari dealership network in, uh, in the U.S. consists currently of just over 40 dealers. So these are 40 franchise Ferrari dealers um, in the U.S. Um, Ferrari has, over the last several years, uh, conducted a, a pretty, pretty um, deep analysis and survey and uh, went through and said, you know, we're looking, they don't typically add Ferrari points. They keep it pretty uh, selective and low key, so to speak. Uh, but they looked at Naples. And so they looked at the wealth here in uh, Southwest Florida. In addition to that, the registered Ferrari VIN numbers, they call that a car park. And so when they looked at this uh, at a high level and the other buying predictors that goes into it, uh, they identified Naples as a new point for a Ferrari dealership. And so um, the process is, is quite selective and um, there are about 40 applicants. So the way the process works is they identify a point and then from there, there's a process where applicants can put their name in the hat and um, Ferrari will then go through this process and identify um, who the dealer, who the appropriate dealer would be um, to come in and take over that point. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. Jeez. So fortunately, uh, you guys, uh, you're... The the, uh, the you won the drawing, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah, uh, you know, obviously checking off all those boxes, which are very very important. Wow, wow! And how awesome is it for the uh, residents of Naples? So, uh, how things have been going for you guys? Things have been going extremely well. Uh, we're about you know 45 days now in full operation. Um, things have been great. The community has been. Um, more than welcoming. We've had several events over the last uh, 45 days and uh, feedback has been um, very, very well. So we're very happy to be here and we really appreciate the community, um, you know, open arms, so. Yeah. So how about, uh, I, I know you have a large facility there and, and um, walk us through for a moment. Tell us what someone might see when they uh, walk through your doors. Yeah, so the design concept um, is that we're not just a typical car dealership. The idea is that this is a museum-type uh, atmosphere. When you walk into Ferrari of Naples, we're 50, just a little over 56,000 square feet. Um, and so the way the architectural design is set up is that you know the cars are all in position 
a certain way with the way the lighting. And so as you drive by the dealership, you'll see that, you know, every um, design uh, has, it's, it has a function. And um, so when you walk into the dealership, you'll see it's uh, just extraordinary uh, in size, uh, very clean, um, not a whole lot of clutter. There's just a few cars. A lot of folks, when they walk in, they want to know where all the cars are. Um, but, you know, the display of the vehicles, the amount of vehicles that we put on display uh, is all part of the design concept. And um, we have um, a customized configurator room. So for those that want to build a new Ferrari, there's a room just for that. Um, adjacent to that, there's a lounge where our um, team members can sit with clients and uh, enjoy a uh, beautiful uh, cup of espresso right from Italy, some coffee. And so it really is an experience. Um, and so that's what Ferrari of Naples is all about. Love it. Love it. So how about your journey, Helder? How did you get to this spot? You know, what was your, what was your, uh, I guess, journey like going through the auto world? Did you wake up uh, one day and go, I love cars. I got to be in this business. No, I would say I do love cars. Um, I grew up in, uh, in Massachusetts. And um, when I got out of school, just by accident through, through a mutual contact, um, I ended up in the car business. I actually worked just out of school. I was a, uh, a salesman. I was selling copy machines and fax machines. And I'm about day two or three on the job. And the territory that I was assigned to had this large Mercedes dealership just outside of the city in, in Massachusetts in Boston. And a friend of mine said, well, the contact at that Mercedes dealership dealership is this guy. So you got to go see him and he'll get you the contact so you can start selling copiers. <laughs> so I walk into the dealership, I meet this gentleman. And let me say that by the time I left there, several hours later, I had filled out an application I was interviewed and I was offered a job to sell Mercedes. And um, this guy was probably one of the better salesmen I've ever met because he walked in and he said, look at you. Are you really going to spend the rest of your life selling copiers and fax machines? Or you can look out in that beautiful showroom and uh, sell Mercedes. So that's where it all started. Um, you know, as I was in school and growing up, the jobs, many jobs that I had was always customer service oriented. And I truly enjoy working with, with people. Um, I love making people happy. I love finding solutions to problems. And so when I started this journey selling cars, I really enjoyed it. Um, and, I, and I do have a passion for cars. And so that's how it all started. And then May of 2005, um, I moved from Boston to Cleveland, Ohio, uh, with a, with a few friends, one of which was the gentleman that brought me into the business. And we took over an underperforming Mercedes Benz dealership in North Olmsted, Ohio. Um, and then for those that don't aren't familiar with North Olmsted, Ohio, and it's about 25 minutes West of Cleveland. Um, and this dealership was on the verge of being shut down. Uh, the point was going to be pulled from the dealer. Um, and so at that point they said, let's give it another shot and let's get a list of applicants kind of back to the Ferrari process that we talked about and let's get some dealers to put their name in the hat and let's see if we can revitalize this dealership. So, um, my mentor, my friend, um, he's, he took, he took a big risk, brought us all out with him. 
And we turned this dealership from a dealership that was literally going to be closed down to the largest Mercedes-Benz dealership in the central U.S. And that was about a 16-year journey. And um, he decided to sell the business and go into technology. So I left after 16 years. I said, what am I going to do now? I've worked for one guy. And um, I just through the years of being in the industry, I've known um, the New Country Group and um, the family. And so during this transition, I connected with them and um, was offered the ability to come here to Naples with my wife and three children to move and open up Ferrari of Naples. So Hmm. here I am. Well, welcome. What a, what a journey. <laughs> and Ohio to Naples. Boy, how's the family taking the, uh, the new environment? You know, at first, uh, lots of tears, and uh, <laughs> but, but exciting at the same time. But I can tell you, as we sit here in beautiful Naples today at 80 degrees and, and look at what's happening up in the Midwest uh, with lots of snow, and, um, you know, the kids are, are, are pretty excited. Uh, really enjoying the, the weather. Um, it's a beautiful place. What can I say? Yeah, for sure. But I, I hear you. We came from Pennsylvania and, and my wife still misses the seasons and, you know, occasional tears because I, obviously, my, my goodness, 16 years, lots of roots, lots of friends. And, and that's a it's a tough thing to do. But we're we're better for you guys being here. So I'm glad you guys made the move. Uh, so how about when it comes to myths, uh, you know, Ferrari in, in particular, you know, what comes to mind? What do you hear and what can you talk about for our listeners? Well, I, I think the first thing is if you look at the industry as a whole without getting into Ferrari, it's, um, you know, our business, unfortunately, we, we have a bad, we have a bad rap. You know, we're, we're dishonest and we're not trustworthy. And um, mm. that's really not the case. Uh, unfortunately, there may be dealers that still operate uh, in that fashion, but those dealers today, I can tell you with, technology and, and transparency that's out, you know, out there, uh, those dealers w- will not exist or those, you know, those operators, you know, will not, will not, will not live that long. And so, so the myth of, you know, we're, we're, you know, sleazy car salesmen or that sort of thing, um, that really has changed. Um, and so that's one thing that I'd like to drive home. You know, we, we, with, with technology and online reviews and, um, things of that sort, you know, we really have the ability to come out and, and sit with clients, listen to what their needs are, and really match up the perfect vehicle and automotive uh, needs for that person, whether it be on the sales end or, for that matter, on the service end. Um, you know, here at Ferrari of Naples, uh, my team and, and why I love what I do is is really cultivating a team of team members. We don't call them employees. We call them team members because we're team members all working towards one goal, one vision, which is to truly deliver an amazing, memorable experience. And we truly want to make, or I should say, forge relationships with the community. Um, and, and for that matter, whether it be you're looking to buy a car or simply just come into the dealership and, and really visit what this dealership's all about. Um, so that's what I would say with the industry as a whole. Ferrari, um, there is a stigma of if you haven't owned a Ferrari, then you can't get one. And you got to get on the list, right? Like this mysterious mm-hmm. list. So how do I get on the list? And I would say there is some truth to that. 
there are vehicles that are extremely exclusive. And in order for somebody coming in off the street that may not have bought a Ferrari in the past or have a longstanding relationship with Ferrari, those vehicles may be a little bit more difficult to get, you know, at inception. But Ferrari has come out with many more models today. There's a lot more, for example, the Portofino, the Roma. There are some other models that are now offered within the lineup that will provide clients the ability to enter the brand without getting on the list. Wow. Wow. Very, very interesting. Wow. How about when you're outside of the dealership, what are you and the family doing for fun? <laughs> well, I kind of chuckle because my wife says that I never stop working. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Um, but I would say I do truly, I have a wife who is one of the, she is my supporter. She's, she's been very, very good in, in understanding with, uh, especially with the startup, the amount of hours that's involved with getting this thing up off the ground. So, um, she's, she's, she's the best and I have three beautiful children that also support me. Um, so when I do have that time, uh, I do love spending time with my family, my three children. Um, as I said, Naples is a beautiful place. We love being outdoors. I love to take the kids fishing, going on bike rides, and just really uh, maximizing the amazing, amazing weather that we have. Yeah. Now, so, so you've been through a walk into an existing company, Mercedes in Massachusetts, and then a complete turnaround, which is a whole nother animal in and of itself. And now a complete startup, which, yeah, I, I, I can't even imagine how consumed you are currently. I mean, 45 days and leading up to opening the doors and getting staff and, and all the ins and outs of, and the detail of the showroom and the building. And, uh, so I, I'm, uh, I'm impressed you're even getting any sleep at this point, but uh, I, I <laughs> <laughs> but it certainly helps to have a family that gets it and understands it and support. Oh, and that's yeah. and that is absolutely key. Yeah, and yeah. I'm blessed and I'm very grateful for the support. Yeah. How about Helder? When it comes to a challenge or hardship, looking back in life, uh, what comes to mind? You know, now that you're on the other side, you can say, "Hey, because of that, although it was very difficult." Um, I was able to get through it and, and I'm better for it today. I'm stronger. Yeah. So I would say one of my greatest hardships, um, would be business related. Uh, one that I would consider would, would be one of the most pivotal in my career. And that was years ago back in Cleveland. Um, my previous boss, you know, we, we took over, as I said, a, a, a Mercedes dealership, but over a 16 year period, we acquired almost, uh, we ended up at like 17 dealerships over that period of time. Mm. I spent the bulk of my time at the Mercedes dealership, but um, about four or five years into it, um, our, our, my previous boss purchased an Infinity dealership. And my background was always Mercedes, um, but given that he had bought a new dealership and um, wanted to essentially bring in a team that can get this thing up off the ground. And most of my time, I would say leading up to this, uh, experience. I was in sales, so I wasn't necessarily a general manager or an operator. I was selling cars. I became a master at that, and that's what I knew how to do. 
So when I was given the opportunity to go take over a brand new dealership, I would say I failed. And why I failed was I had a very difficult time delegating. Mm. Um, what I knew was how to sell cars and make people happy. But now here I am, and it's not about me anymore. Yeah. It's about building a team. It's about trusting in your team. And it's about when you have that trust that you can delegate and that they're going to do the right thing. And so what ended up happening is I took this all on on my own. And it wasn't, it wasn't too long when I realized this isn't going anywhere. Hmm. And so that, that to me is uh, much profound. And that's, that's what I remember. And I learned an enormous amount of that. And um, that's, yeah. that's what it is. And I would always say, you know, I, I, I live by this, um, you know, instead of keeping, you know, falling backwards, let's always fall forward. And, uh, and in that case, I failed forward and here I am. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that, Helder. Yeah, that that's called growth, right? Uh, but it's painful oftentimes. And, you know, credit to you. You were open to it. You know, you were able to sit back and go, OK, this isn't working. Um, how do we approve, improve upon this and, and learn from it? And, and uh, you know, having a company where we had a lot of sales folks in my health club days, um, it's. It, not that it's ever easy, but, you know, we had those sales individuals that were superstars. But when it came time to manage a staff, right, you know, like you experienced, they were just, you know, they knew what they were, they, they, they knew what to do. But managing people was a whole, it's a, it's a whole nother skill set. And sure, I mean, you, you lead yourself and then there's leading others. And I think yeah. up until that point, it was leading myself yeah. and you know, put in that situation, it's, uh, there's much more, there's much more than just you. And it wasn't that I was selfish. It was just, this is what I know how to do. And, and let's do it my way. Yeah. You know what you know, and it's worked for you all those years in the past. So why wouldn't it work going forward? And then all of a sudden, like you hit the wall, like, wow, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. And, and very few get over that wall. Yeah. Yeah, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because it's just, you know, it's easier to go back, right, to regress and go back to where you're comfortable. Well, you know, I'll just go back to being the guy selling versus, no, you know, there's a growth opportunity here. I'm going to figure this out. So thumbs up. Right. And to be honest, not everyone's up for that. There, yeah. there are many guys that I've, I've worked with over the years that, that just want to worry about themselves. And and that's and that's OK. Yeah. But uh, to be a to be an operator and, and, and leadership is all about. Um, you know, about others and, and serving others. And uh, I learned awfully quick that, um, that, and I, and I genuinely love doing it. So okay. I, you know, I made the switch. That's terrific. So I know we have listeners who are eager to learn more, stop by and, and all that. What's the best path? You know, how can, how can our listeners uh, get a hold of you guys? So they can reach out to me directly. Um, visit our website. So our website is uh, ferrariofnaples.com. Uh, I encourage the community to, uh, one of the things I'd really like to drive home is, is this, this uh, maybe idea that this massive dealership on 41 um, could be intimidating and that um, walking into the dealership, be, you know, you have to be a buyer, so to speak. Um, but that's not the case. You know, we encourage the community to come in, be a part of our events. So please visit our website, follow us on social media. Um, for example, we have a uh, um, 
a car show tomorrow. We have car shows lined up throughout the year, and uh, we encourage the community to come visit with us. Whether you're in the market for a Ferrari or not, please come in. Bring your children. Be a part of um, this amazing dealership. And um, people love cars in this community. My wife and I chuckle. We're like, Naples is, is people love cars. They love keeping them clean, and they love going out to dinner. So um, come on in, whether it be before dinner or after dinner. We're here until 7 o'clock most evenings. But bring your family. Be a part of it. And please, we welcome the community um, as a whole. So Terrific, terrific. Well, listeners, get on over there, and you got to check it out. I mean, it is it is a site. And, uh, again, how fortunate are we to have a dealership of yours in the community? And uh, we Absolutely positively wish you the best going forward there, Helder, and uh, appreciate your time today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.